0: If you wanna make your dream become reality, the people that are running after that dream know they're gonna have hard times. They keep on running because they're saying within themselves, I'm the one, I'm the one. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to
1: make it. What is up guys, you listen listening to the MFCEO Project. I'm Andy, I'm your host, and this is Sunday Sermon. I'm here with the pastor, of disaster, DJ DJ God. What's Can up? Can I get a witness? Can you get a witness? What is that? <laughs> Where'd you pull that from? Uh,
0: that's something that they say in yeah, predominantly African American churches. Really? Yeah. Can, have you, did
1: you ever go to one of those churches? I I love them.
0: My, my dad bet. used to. They look like fun. Yeah, my dad used to play some concerts. You know, like he played the big organ. And uh, if I actually went to a church, yeah. I
1: go to a, one, of the, one of the black churches. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Fuck,
0: dude. I mean, like, they're they're not, like, yeah, I was going to say, they're not
1: boring. Right. They, they know how to do it. Yep. They know how to do it. So so. good job, black people on your churches. We love it. (laughs) I'm not kidding either. No, I'm not kidding either. I just love it. All right. So today is a Sunday sermon and right now, guys, I'm going to get right into it because I want to, I just want to move and, and not take up too much of your Sunday Um, what we're going to talk about today is your past. All right. And, and we're going to get into it uh, a little bit because a lot of people email me and they have a lot of guilt and a lot of anger and a lot of frustration and and quite frankly, a lot of excuses about why they aren't where they want to be. And it always comes down to what's happened to them in the past. Um, you know, they say things like, you know, Andy, I live in a small town where everybody knows everybody here. And, And to be honest, uh, most of my life, I've kind of been a shitball. So the last couple of years, I tried to be a good person and do right by people, but it's hard because people know my past. And then they give up on like trying to be a good person and just kind of accept being a shitball. And uh, so I want to clarify actually, Vaughn and I both want to clarify some things um, regarding that.
0: Kind of how to regard your past, yeah. you know,
1: how to use it. Because I do think there's a difference between the way that
0: uh, average people. Think of their past, and we'll say actually use their past in the way that successful people, people that end up becoming happier and more fulfilled in life, that the way that they use their past. Yeah. Because I think there's a way to leverage it, and there's a way to misuse it.
1: Well, it's like anything, man. Yeah. Your your past is there to serve you. You're not a you're not a slave to your past. It doesn't right. own you. It doesn't direct you. It doesn't tell you what to do or what you're going to be. It is, your past. And your past experiences and all the things you've gone through, all the struggles, all the the negativities, all the lessons that you've learned are there to serve you so that you can move in the direction that you want to go. Your past actually has some of of maybe the most uh, important purpose out of any of the things that are going on in your life right now because those are where, you know, all your lessons, all your knowledge, all all the things that you would use to get where you want to go come from. But the problem is- It's is, the raw material for your future. Exactly. Yeah. And It's like the soil, right? Yeah. But the problem is, is that people chain themselves to who they were last year or two years ago or 10 years ago or when they were in high school. They identify with that and, and they, they feel like, oh, I can't break out of that. And because of that, they stay the same. Right. And it sounds like you're referring specifically to like
0: moral failures and character issues, but it's also true like in entrepreneurship. My brother tried to, you know, years ago tried to start a a franchise with T-Mobile and it failed miserably. And like he's never forgiven himself for that. And so it's, it's not just people being chained to their sort of moral failures, but it's just chained to your past in general,
1: even if it's like failures in business. Right. You know? Anything. It's their, it's their past identity. Right. So so what- like, it- dude, if you were made fun of in high school and like call fat and loser and this and that, dude, you'll find those people at 35 years old, 40 years old, and they're like, fuck, I'm a fat loser. Right. You know? And, and if you look at them, they are that, because, but not because other people were right, because they accepted that other people were Right.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, so for the average person looking back at the things that they've done and experienced and their past, what would you say their past is not meant
1: to do? How should they not use it? Well, the first thing is, is like, dude, you got to cut yourself a little slack. All right. We all grow. We all change. We all become new people really every fucking six months. Like let's be, let's be. Yeah. That's a a good point. Like cyclical. Right. Yeah. So like, you have to cut yourself some, some slack, man, and not carry around that guilt. You know, if you've done some really bad shit, maybe you should go apologize for that shit and make amends for those things, right? Because then you can, like, let it go. Like, th- that's something for me. Like, dude, like, I, I've always, like, things I've done wrong, no matter if it's 5, 10, you know, however many, dude, I'll tell you a story about this. So, I had a guy in 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 Springfield uh, when I was, when we had one store, and he uh, designed us a logo. His name was Stu Wand. Okay, and he's still he's a jeweler in Springfield, Missouri, still to this day. Uh, really nice guy. Okay, and and dude, I couldn't design our logo on a computer, right? So this is for our retail stores. So um, I asked him to design a logo, and I drew the logo like in my own handwriting. I said, I want like a circle. This is for Supplement Superstores. I want a circle with like an S. And then like a squared on the on the S. And I showed him. So he went and he made the, the logo and, uh, you know, the proper files that we would need for digital, right? Like right. my T-shirts and mm-hmm. shaker bottles, whatever else we needed. Business cards. Um, he, he gave me the bill and it was $900. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, all, all I asked you to do was make this fucking circle with a fucking S in it. How is this $900? He's like, and he was a graphic designer at the time. Um, And he was like, well, dude, that's a, that's logo creation. I'm actually giving you like a deal. You got to remember, like, this is going to be, you know, your logo. People are going to recognize this. You're going to have it on, you know, and you're going to have it on all these stores and this, you know, and I'm like, fuck, dude, we got one fucking store. We're not going to have fucking all these stores. Like, I didn't even believe we were going to have stores at that time. And, uh, and he was like, well, you know, dude, that's what it costs And dude, I didn't have $900. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I fucking said, I will, dude, I'm not fucking paying it. I'll pay you a hundred bucks, right? So I gave him a hundred bucks. So like 10 years go by, right? 10 years go by and we're made, we have fucking 20, however many stores at that time. This was a few years ago. And he was, I, I remember thinking about that. Like it always bothered me, right? Like I always felt like, dude, that guy was right. And I fucking, you know, didn't do the right thing. So I tracked him down on Facebook and I wrote him a message to say, hey bro um, what's your address and I got his address and I sent him the eight hundred bucks mm. that, the, the other and this is like ten years later. that's awesome. yeah but like the point is is that you're gonna do things you're not proud of and if what can generally help you is to make that shit right no matter how long it's been, you know and sometimes you'll find that the people don't even remember what the fuck you're even talking about yeah but it's a good way to keep you from feeling bad about the way you were in the past or the past failures you had, which is basically the main thing that you have to start understanding. Is like you've got to cut yourself some slack and not hold that heavy burden of the failures that you've had, either in business or as a person in the past. That's not what it's there to do,
0: dude. That honestly, that's awesome. Uh, what what you're talking about, I think, is the difference between regret and restitution, making restitution. And there's a whole theory that says that our prison systems are way too crowded because we have the wrong people in prison. Instead of just having violent offenders in prison, we have all sorts of people that we're putting in prison, hoping that they're going to regret their actions. When in reality, we should have a whole system that says, okay, if you go in and you, you know, vandalize some property, you should you should be required to do restitution, meaning you should be required to make up for it somehow or dude, somehow contribute back into society. And go to jail.
1: And go to jail? Yeah. <laughs> like, you should have to go fix... Dude, I've had my businesses vandalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had bad shit happen to me. Like, those motherfuckers should come clean it up. They should force them to clean it. Yeah. Force them to fucking pay for it force them to make it like it was, and then go serve some time and think about it.
0: Good, good thoughts. Yeah. Good thoughts. So so definitely the emphasis is on, we've already got them having the regret part. We need to have the restitution part. For sure. And, and doing that. But no, but your point is great, which is that at the end of the day, how you feel, whether you feel like you failed or you screwed up, it doesn't matter. You got to let your, yes. And you got to let yourself off the hook, dude. Yeah. Let yourself like, off the you hook. Know, and like you said, doing something restitution helps that.
1: Yeah, it does. Even yeah. if it's, if it's not required. Yeah. You know, and, Let's be real man, who the fuck on planet Earth hasn't failed or fucked up or or done something they're not proud of?
0: Yeah, nobody.
1: <laughs> nobody.
0: It's universal we to humanity. We all do that. It's part right. of being
1: human, you know? And these people, you know, they're literally making themselves feel bad and 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 this is this is totally human. It's not it's not abnormal. It's what we all deal with, okay? And every single person, you know, it's just like saying you know, I got a sore throat one time and you know what? I'm a fucking, I'm fucking bad for having a sore yeah. throat. <laughs> yeah. That makes no logical sense, right? Right. Why? Because everybody
0: at some point that, gets a sore thing. throat. And yeah. everybody
1: fucks up. So yeah. you have to be able to let yourself off the hook, you know? And, and people try to cover this shit. They try to say shit like, oh, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And I don't fucking care what people think. And this and that motherfucker. We all care. We all care. We all care. And dude, the reason you know the reason I think people get into such a bad spot is because they start saying shit like "I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks," blah blah blah, and then they start acting like it because that's what they identify with. And guess right. what? Your life's going to go pretty shitty if that's really the way you think. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. The other thing is, is you know, not only is it universal, it's just kind of irrational
1: to beat yourself up because it's it's like, what's the point?
0: The I, past I know. Is past. I know.
1: We do a lot of irrational shit though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but I agree it is irrational if you break it down logically. But what we're talking about here is dealing with emotions. Yeah, and emotions and logic yeah. don't really go together too well. But
0: sometimes it's important to speak truth into your emotions and just say, "Listen, I cannot go back in time and change everything. That's right. I can't. Right. So what's the point of be- beating yourself up? You're right. just better to beat your pa- your way to uh, to to making making things right. Take you know? responsibility
1: for what yeah. you did. Try to make them right. And, let, and if you can't make it right and somebody won't accept your apology and you made a genuine effort, guess what? You did what you can do. Right. And you got to let yourself go. Exactly. You know?
0: So uh, your past should not be used to make you feel bad about your failures. Yeah, that's for sure, point man. point number
1: one. For sure. Um, and I think, you know... Well,
0: and I guess along with that would be it shouldn't be used to make you feel guilty about the things you did wrong. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, right. And that's yeah, yeah. it. Like, you, it's, they go together, right? Like, right. Like, you have to understand, you know... I mean, I just talked about my mistakes and my failures that I made and one, something like that thing. I just told you that story. I'm not proud of that, but that's something that I can make right and, and do what I have to do to move on. Right. You know, and I learn from it and I, and it, that's all we could do, man. Right.
0: So I know you wanted to cut right to the chase. So most people, they beat themselves up. They regret, they use the past just as a way to sort of immobilize themselves, but
1: Dude, and identify. Yeah. And yeah. identify themselves, yeah. right? Like most people, by the, when they turn 18, they stay 18. And they right. might they might age to be 50 or 60 or 80 or 100. But in right. their brain, who they were at 18 is who they are. Because at that point in time, everybody that was important to them was telling them they were that, right? Right. So like all their friends, when they were developing, all, all their acquaintances, their parents probably, you know contributed to that and it's hard to understand that you know that shit evolves it's just like it's like when you're a kid man and like you know you look at your parents and you look at your aunts and uncle and you think they're they're perfect right and then like something weird like as you get older you get to be like 20 maybe 19 20 21 you start finding out all the dirt that you weren't supposed to know when you were a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all of a sudden the chinks in the armor. Yeah, all of a yeah. sudden you're looking at your aunt and uncle and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know? And like that's what this is like. Like we evolve, we grow, and sometimes the truth of who you are doesn't really come out until later. Right? And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like the example I just used, it could be a good thing. So like at 18, you know, you you were influenced by these people and you you know and here's what's even worse about that, dude, is that a lot of people's who they decide they are <laughs> is influenced by people that don't even have their fucking own shit together. And the reason it's influenced by those people is because we're related to them and we're taught to respect them and we're taught that they know right. When it, And then and then you look, get a couple years later and you realize they don't know shit. Right. And now you're who they the reason you are who you are is because of the perception that you had of them, which wasn't even fucking true. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? It's
0: complicated. People are complicated. right? But like,
1: so, so at that time, it's probably time to say, all right, well, all the shit they taught me may or may not be right. And to start questioning, right. And to start growing and, and, and start realizing that not only were they not right about their own shit, they weren't right about you either. And all the bad shit that happened to you, the girls that broke up to you, the business failures, the things you did wrong, all of those things serve you if you let them. And I think that's something that most people miss. You know, they identify and they feel guilty with who the fuck they are or aren't based off the perception of people that don't even fucking matter in their lives right now. And that's sad.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So... So the average person just keeps themselves in the penalty box because they use their past to make themselves feel bad about failures and, and moral screw-ups. So I knew you wanted to get to the point, how should we use our past? How do the happiest, most successful people
1: well, relate off, to their
0: past? First
1: off, they let the past teach them. They let the past show them what is right by showing them what is wrong, mm-hmm. Right. You know, you're going to learn more about yourself and the way the world works if you let the lessons come to your brain the way that they should instead of looking at it as emotional shit. Oh, they were picking on me. Oh, they were this. Oh, they were that. Oh, I did this. Oh, I'm this because I'm a piece of shit because everybody says so. You got to fucking throw that shit out the window, and you've got to let the lessons of all those things start to build you into the person that you desire to be. Like
0: understanding yourself better, Absolutely. more self awareness. Yes. I know that's a buzzword, the whole self awareness thing. thing, but it is a real thing. Yeah. So, just looking at the past, looking at the some of the mistakes you made and and the errors you committed not not to beat yourself up, but to say, okay, here's how I need to correct myself. Right. Here's how I need to improve. Right. Um, so it, the past is a teacher. It's yeah. not meant to be a slave
1: slave master. That's right. And the other thing that I would say that I think we can all agree on, because I know everybody listening to this podcast is interested in getting better. Otherwise, they wouldn't listen. (laughs) Dude, I look back at my past and I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm thankful that happened. I'm grateful I was that because it taught me this. And now I look back at all the bad things that happened in my life with gratitude because the lessons that I've learned have helped me become the person that I am today. And guess what? I'm fucking proud of the person I am today. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And without all that negative shit and without all those people that didn't believe in me and without all those people who who did mean things to me and without all the mistakes that I made, I wouldn't know the shit that I know. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah, dude, I I feel like there's just a whole just massive
0: difference in the way that people look at the past between people who are essentially chronic failures and those who are successful and happy. And I think of that like when people have blessings in their life and then they lose them like faster than they thought they were going to do. Um, the average person is like, Oh man, I got gypped. I got, I, I can't believe my, my, now, I'm not, I'm not minimizing this, but I can't believe my dad died when I was just 19. But I've met people whose attitude is, man, I was so blessed to have I a great 19 dad years. for 19 right. years. And, and it, it's weird, man, but, but you and I both are dog lovers. Like I, I even something as simple as like I had a dog for thirteen years that I absolutely love. I keep a little picture in my phone, and occasionally I'll just look at it and go like He was the best dog to have for for thirteen dude, years of my life. Look at my screen <laughs> Yeah,
1: look, Andy's Andy screen saver is it Oscar. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, that that screen that he he died a day before his eighth birthday. Right, and in people, my arms. No, I, that's
0: crazy. Yeah. Like, dude, somebody. Your po- dad told me that. Somebody poisoned him.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm fairly certain it was somebody that i knew through business oh so um
0: i feel like there's a special place in hell for somebody oh, fuck that yeah, the dog
1: if i knew he really did
0: it yeah i'd probably no, I, I get it yeah. i get it no um, but, but i mean just i use the example of a dog instead of a person because i think i think at the very least those those things that people don't think are very significant i'm i'm thinking about like literally my dog saved my little girl's life that's a story for another time that's a great story but but just just like why can't we have that attitude when we lose people earlier in our attitude. life? It's That's, okay to mourn. It's okay to say, like, I'm sad and I'm affected by the fact that my, my dad died when I was 18. Now, my dad didn't. I'm just using an example. But it's okay to be sad about that. But instead of having the attitude, man, I'm at least better than the guy who was born into the world who never knew their dad. Period. End of story. You know, just having that, that attitude. I mean, you, know? you were,
1: I mean, isn't that, don't they talk about that shit in the Bible? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it's yeah. counting your blessings. Like, it seems like that's how it it's, should, being, it's being supposed being
0: thankful to... for everything that comes into your life. Dude. Like, the, the, there's a great phrase in the Bible. There's a the great story. It's actually technically the oldest story in, in recorded history. It's the book of Job, where Job is a rich man, and Satan comes along and says to God, uh, yeah, Job only worships you because you made him rich. And God's like, ah, go 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 make him suffer and you'll see that you're wrong. And so he takes he basically devil attacks Job, takes every it takes everything away from him and Job's attitude is, well, came into the world naked and I'm going to leave naked. So the Lord gave and the Lord take away, blessed be the name of the Lord. And I, and, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, and yeah, I enjoyed it. Right. It was great and it, it it and it makes it does make the the very important distinction that I think um is so important with regard to, and you've said this before in your own life, that you love having nice things, but they don't define you. No. So
1: if those, blessings away, are, if
0: those blessings are all taken I'm out of same your life, dude. Yeah. naked Andy Frisella came yeah. in, naked well, Andy and departs, that, whatever.
1: That's what people get with me. I <laughs> right. think that's why, why we've done so well on the yeah. podcast and speaking and all the things that we've done together. I think that's why we do well, because like people, you know, they might look at a post I make, right, and say, oh, dude, all this guy cares about is fucking money. Right. But if you get to spend any amount of time with me, you're going to know that I don't really give a fuck about no. money. I like winning. That's why. I- and dogs. Right, and dogs. <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know, I was thinking when you were saying all that stuff, um, which are all great points, I think most people tend to live in the past. And, like, what's funny, and th- this is a kind of embarrassing story for me to tell, but it, it'll, it'll show you, the difference between someone who um, accepts their past and has let them, has taken the lessons and moved on to learn how to be better at what someone does versus someone who lives in the past. Um, Dude, I was walking out of one of my, one of the restaurants I go to here in St. Louis and I had a group of friends, uh, or I had a group of people stop me and like they, they grabbed my arm and I looked at them. I didn't fucking recognize any of them. Mm. It took me like literally like eight t- full 10 seconds to realize like that this was the group of people that I was hanging out with every weekend in fucking high school. Mm. Okay. And I'm not old. Like that was, you know what I mean? Like, right. But I just don't remember that shit. Like I don't put value on that. Like and some people are like, well, that's a shame. Well, it's not a shame because what I'm doing now is so much more fulfilling that I don't have room for to think about those things. Right. So like, and I felt terrible, dude, because I literally. And one of my buddies, he goes, "You don't even fucking recognize me," and I'm like, "Bro," and I just lied. I said, "I said, bro, I've had a couple beers. I don't, you know, sorry, (laughs) but I hadn't had any beers." Right, right. And and uh, it made me feel like dog shit, you know. But like, it also made me realize like how much I don't even think about that shit. Like, I don't even think about it. You know what I mean?
0: Except insofar as just
1: you're gra- you're grateful. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're right. grateful, but you're not dwelling on no, it like I don't oh live those there. are the glory days. No, fuck no, no way, dude.
1: I don't live there. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I feel like most people do, and and they live there and dwell there and identify with that, and they don't use their past the proper way to move them forward. You know, and I promise, a lot of the people who are listening to this right now are shaking their head, saying, "Yeah, that's me," because it's very common. Think of the conversations that you're having with your friends. Is it about what you're going to do or is it about what you did? Think think of the, you know, the things that people look forward to. They look forward to, you know, going on a vacation and getting drunk for a week, but they're not focused on improving. You know, they like you You hear this a lot, dude. People say like, I want to make memories. I want to make memories. Right. I want to make memories. I understand that concept. But the point is, is that you should be crafting your ultimate life through the lessons that are already your memories. Right. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. That makes total sense. So the bad way, I guess, to
0: use your past is uh, it's not. it shouldn't make you feel bad about your failures, shouldn't make you feel guilty about the wrongs you committed and regretted. Uh, you said your, your past should serve two main purposes, which is education, teach you something about yourself and the world we, we live in, and then gratitude, give you reason to be thankful. Yeah. So... I don't know, dude. I think we covered some pretty good stuff. And I, think, I, knew you- I
1: think if you guys take this this and start applying this, you're going to find that it moves you ahead at a, at a very, very fast rate. And I can tell you for sure that you will be happier because when you're when you're happy about where you're going, excited about where you're going, it's always better than after you've been there. 100%. You get what I'm saying? Like yep. the anticipation. Think about when you go on a vacation. When you go on a vacation and you're getting on the plane and you're like, fuck, dude. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. But after you go, you're like, how was that vacation? Oh, it was it was great. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Right? The anxiety, yeah. The, the cool part's over. You're not as happy thinking about it as you were getting to it. Anticipation right. is, right. And is and huge. The, yeah. and, the, and this is what I talked about on Thursday. People don't want to fucking enjoy the getting to it. They just want to be there. Right. When, dude, the getting to it is the fucking prize. You know what I mean? Right. And if you can learn to appreciate that, think how happy you can be.
0: Weird analogy, but I used to work years ago as a real estate assistant. So I just did all this like minion minion type stuff. But there was a house in Lake St. Louis that was this huge house and it was beautiful, could not sell for anything. And I said to the real estate agent, What is the deal with this house? Like, why? It's so beautiful. And she said, Yeah, the builders made a huge, huge mistake. Can you tell what it is? And I was like, No. She said, it's cl- too close to the curb. There's a house like this needs a long driveway where you're sort of approaching it and you're anticipating. But you just pull up and you're like, oh, you're yeah. at this house. And that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. There should be some buildup. There should be some expectation, yeah, man. If it's, it's like, it's like you know, it's like when you get in there
1: and, I, and then I, you're like, oh. I so, knew that was going to go. Like, down oh, sorry, baby. <laughs> like, we all know what that's like. <laughs>
0: I knew it was going to go there. I know, but, but, I know. but you know, That's but my brain is totally corrupted. <laughs> the principle holds, though. You know what you're saying is that the, the, the expectation and the journey yeah. really it makes it all. Yeah, you know. So and the past really is meant to 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 enhance that to enhance the present. Enhance hey, bro, this the is the
1: Sunday sermon. You got to close it out properly.
0: How do I close it out? I don't know. Properly? You got to
1: do. I'm not saying another
0: word. Oh, oh you're putting putting me on. Well, I would just say this is that it's it's hearkening back to what Andy said earlier, or what we said earlier, is that that the past is the raw material for your future. For, for, I All will right. say another word. <laughs> yeah, you the say
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, the past is the raw material for the future, and it's just you, you have to dig in your past for the for the for the nuggets of gold, you know, and polish those up. And I'm not sure where this is going because this is just not my. You're day doing to close good, up. dude. All right? Well, I'm. I Come mean, on, just, man. No, seriously. You don't need I, my approval. You've been doing this for three fucking no, years. No, I know, I know. But we 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 changed the topic last minute, so Come I'm, on. Less, I'm less i You prepared. got it. No. What, what what is it All that right. people should take All away right. from this podcast? All right. I'll drop a Bible verse on you. All right. In the letter to the Philippians, which by the way, I had this pretty massively awesome idea. M F C E O Bible studies. Like, it would be awesome.
1: But Like like read the thing and then give like the interpretation? Yeah, yeah. Like later we
0: talk about the Bible and we because there's so dude, many Dude, that would be fun. Dude, there's so many Cheesy Some Bible studies out there. Some
1: radical Christian motherfuckers would well, kill me, though. Well, I'm
0: telling you, I it, it would be awesome. But anyway, I'll drop a, my favorite book of the Bible, Letter to the Philippians. A lot of massively important stuff for success in there. But Paul says, Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on to win the prize to which I have been called heavenward. So it's right there in the Bible. Forget the past insofar as you're letting it enslave you and identify you and press on to the future and have a goal have a goal in mind ultimately in that context the goal is heaven all right being with god but it's certainly applicable to success keep your eyes on the prize don't forget it, or don't worry about the past say it again keep your eyes on the prize keep your eyes on the prize don't f- worry about the past were you fucked up again
1: <laughs> say it a third time
0: keep your eyes what? on the
1: prize and forget about the past dude that's so smooth all thank right thank you